You're listening to the Fanfic Maverick Podcast, the show where I talk to fanfiction writers about their work and the marvelous world of fanfiction. This show may contain adult themes and language. Listener discretion is advised. To the north, south, east, and west, four corners of the world, greetings from the heartland of the American Midwest. I'm your host, Chaos Blue, and this is the Fanfic Maverick Podcast. Hey guys, best news ever. We are broadcasting today from the gorgeous city, uh, Kansas City. In Missouri, and Kansas I am City, here. Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> no, you got it. I was going to say you got it right because some people say Kansas City, Kansas, and everyone on the Missouri side goes boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So I am here, being generously hosted by Sarah from the Talk and Fanfic Podcast. So she is here with us today, and we are just going to do a quick show for you guys, so we can talk about the amazing experience we had this weekend with Kansas City Planet Comic Con. Woohoo! We had a, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have you here, Beth. <laughs> I know, I know. You and your partner have been just so generous and kind to me. I've been here <laughs> all weekend and uh, we've had a lot of fun. Cooking and doing the dishes for us. Um, <laughs> Beth has been a wonderful guest. It's 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 like uh, you're having a live-in helper, so. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Pain, painful, yeah, I, I actually feel bad that you've been here you know, instead of like chilling out in a hotel. No, actually, we've had such a ball together. So, oh, we really have. And I keep telling you, Sarah, I'm a professional dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, Della, if you're listening, because <laughs> professional dishwasher here. <laughs> so, I actually like doing it. It's fine. It's totally fine. But yeah, yeah. So, I got here on Thursday. And I just have to tell you guys, like, hmm, um, this is the first time that I have done a road trip on my own, right? Uh, most of you know, I'm from the American Southwest out in Arizona. So it was quite the trek coming out here to Kansas City, Missouri. First time I've ever been to Missouri. And I must say, like, Missouri is gorgeous, Sarah. I love it. Well, uh, you picked a good weekend because everything is greening up here. Uh, last week was kind of cold and rainy and now everything is blossom. The trees are in full blossom. The grass is green. And uh, I was hoping we didn't get rained out, and we did not this weekend. So it's been beautiful, yeah. So good timing. Yeah, perfect timing. Um, I, I do have to apologize if the sound quality on this track is a little weird. The very first thing that I forgot to do, because I'm a fail podcaster, is I managed to remember to pack everything except for my podcast mic. <laughs> what kind of fail podcaster forgets to pack their podcast mic, Sarah? Yeah. Like, <laughs> So mad. But now we get to sort of do like I'm a big Beatles fan, and uh, you know when John and Paul were singing, you know the harmonies they'd lean into the same mic, and it was this cool thing. So we're like John and Paul now, so that you know it's fun. Can I be John? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely the. I mean, without actually the musical talent and songwriting abilities of Paul McCartney. I feel like my sort of relentlessly sunny personality is very McCartney appropriate. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I can be Lennon in this scenario. That's great. Angsty, edgy. <laughs> Glasses. Yeah, yeah, like it It just, yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. But yeah, 50 points from Slytherin for uh, forgetting my podcast mic because that was outrageous. And I didn't even realize it till I was at least four hours out of Arizona. So there was no turning back at that point. But, um, you know, it was kind of funny because... um. 
of course, this being my first time road tripping on my own, and this being the first time that I've been in Missouri, I had to take a lot of crazy highways and roads that I've Mm -hmm. never been on before. And when I got to New Mexico, that's where the trouble started for me. (laughs) There are some treacherous highways out there, Sarah. Like, and but when I say treacherous, I'm talking about like highways that are built on the side of a mountain, you know? Oh. And so like if you go too fast around the bend, you're gonna fly your car right off the side <laughs> of the cliff, you know, and end up at the bottom and uh, you know. Were there a lot of like semi trucks on the road? I've 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 driven through New Mexico before and I remember I can't remember which hi- interstate or highway I was on, but maybe it was an interstate, because were you on just state highways or were you on the interstate? It was not state highways after a certain point. I was on the state highway okay. and then um GPS was like Take this exit. Go to this little... And so I was in these little backcountry roads like Chupacabra could have come out from behind a bush and murdered me back there. And no one would have known because it's this little like country road on some mountain somewhere. And you wouldn't think that that would exist in New Mexico, but it does. And then there was this one point where I'm coming down this treacherous road and I didn't see this huge pile of like gravel and rubble there. And the car sort of hit, maybe. Sort of. This, like, rubble stuff. And I almost did, like, this 360 in the road and um, almost died. It was super great. Loved it. Amazing. Yeah, GPS suggestions. I do recall, I'll keep this very short, but one of my first road trips ever with Laura, before onboard GPS, but it's basically the same technology. We had a TomTom. Yes. You remember those? Yeah, we used to have And uh, Laura and I went to Arkansas and it was like, would you like to take uh, back roads and uh, avoid toll roads? And it was like, yeah, we're adventurers. And it basically just took us to the backwater roads of Arkansas. I don't know if we have any listeners in Arkansas. Um, you have a beautiful state. It's a little strange, though, I must say. Just I get creepy vibes from Arkansas, to be completely honest. We were on all these, like, and I'm from Kansas. I can't talk, whatever. But there was like these single lane, chunky river rock gravel roads, no cell signal. All the houses out there are made of rock. They were like river rock houses. And I was like, if we drive off the road and get a flat tire, we're going to have to stop at one of these weird houses and find someone to help us. So anyway, long story short, it was fine. And Arkansas is gorgeous. But, you know, I probably probably won't ever move there. We also went through this pizza place that where um, I just got a weird, creepy vibe from, and everyone stared at us. And anyway, sorry, I just stopped dogging on Arkansas, but yes, GPS suggestions not great all the time. So continue with your story, Beth. <laughs> yeah, not great all the time because while I did make it here in one piece, there were so many little roads that it took me on that were kind of scary. And like, I actually would have appreciated maybe being able to travel through the state of Kansas, mm-hmm. through like state highways and stuff. Because, very straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward <laughs> and probably more like uh, civilization because yeah. the road that I was going, I, w- I took a cut straight through Kansas mm-hmm. and there were not a whole lot of like places to stop, mm-hmm. um, places to gas up. Mm-hmm. I spent uh, like a whole afternoon like starving to death because there was no place to get yeah. lunch. <laughs> And I'm like, what's wrong with Kansas? I feel like Kansas is awesome, but why isn't there anything to do? Were you coming up from the south or from the western Kansas? I cut through, you know how there's that little corner of um, uh, Oklahoma, Uh you know? And so I cut through this little corner of Oklahoma and then just went up and then then right across the middle of Kansas. And uh, I don't know. I feel like there are probably other ways to get to Missouri. 
No, Maybe. that's really the or one. Or is that really the one? Yeah, I-70. So you guys just don't have places for people to eat or use the restroom? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we did, but <laughs> maybe we don't. You know, you just uh, no pee except on E, as they say. You just pull off on the side of the road. Yep. Oh, yeah. You do your old uh, your old roadside pee. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you know, all joking aside, though, Kansas was very beautiful, and I really enjoyed seeing it. I've never been to Kansas either. Um, so that was really cool to see Kansas. And then, um, God, probably about, what, 30 minutes outside of Kansas City, Missouri, you know, where, where Sarah lives, which is my final destination. I got caught in this horrible storm, like so much rain that you cannot even see like five feet in front of you. You know, you can't see anything. And I was like, it's a fucking hurricane like in Missouri. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? And I thought I was going to die, right? Like, mm. I could not see anything. But um, I was very fortunate. Well, maybe fortunate or unfortunate. Mm. I don't know. But there was this big truck in front of me that I was mm. following. It had these giant boulders that it was hauling. and. I was just following this truck because it was literally the only thing that I could see, oh, yeah. right, through this crazy rain. So I follow this truck, but then I realized too late that the truck is taking an off-ramp that I didn't want to take, and I was still <laughs> following it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'm getting off the freeway now. Yep. And um, and I was so, like, discombobulated that I didn't see this giant pile of beams, like steel beams on oh. the road that I ended up hitting a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like rebar or something? Oh, yeah. Like, like total like oh. rebar, like the kind that you would need to use to construct a building of some kind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was just, it was really great. Almost died. And then after I almost died, um, Sarah called me on, on the cell phone and was like, hey, buddy, where you at? And I'm like, I almost died. <laughs> but I'm coming. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. You were just probably 15 minutes south and, uh, or maybe a little more, but it was just like bright and sunny and beautiful at at uh, my place, so I was like, what are you talking about? Rain. There's a bluebird sky up here. So, um, yeah, I was able to pick up some some cold snacks, as my boyfriend would say. Also noticed beer. We went and picked up some beer. And uh, so that when Beth was able to finally pull into Safe Harbor, we uh, got to sit on the porch and have a beer. So that was that was fun. Oh, yeah. That was totally worth dying over. Uh, for reals, though, legitimately, it was so, so great to be able to just, like, relax and be like, oh my God, like I made it in one piece. I'm so happy. <laughs> and we were so excited because like, uh, as most of you probably know, the whole reason that I'm, I was here in Kansas City, Missouri is because uh, Sarah and I were doing the panel, the fan fiction panel at Kansas City Planet Comic Con, our first panel ever. And we were so excited for it. And so, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was doing out here. That's why I've been here all weekend. Super cool, right? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I just, it, it felt, um... That was just crazy to me in the first place that, I mean, it makes sense why, but that we even, you know, our panel submission was accepted. Like, I think it's a great idea. So it makes sense that they said yes, but it still feels weird as, you know, you're just throwing your idea out to like an actual event and uh, and they say yes when you say, could we come talk about this thing that we love? And, you know, it just, I don't know, it just, it was cool to be accepted. And then we've got like this program here in front of us that has our little title you know in our time slot and so i don't know it's pretty pretty incredible really like it's it's good to get on the other side of it but yeah it's just amazed that we actually uh we ha we are now panel presenters that <laughs> officially i know professional um comic-con panel presenters mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it was such a neat experience 
And, you know, obviously I know that, that you learn something new every mm-hmm. time that you do one. And the more you, that you do them, you get more experience and mm-hmm. your belt and everything. But I really did feel like that this was a good experience for our first time. You know, I think it went really, yeah. really well. We did a lot of prep work, though. So we did put the work in, I feel like. (laughs) We kind of crammed, which is really my style and not so much Beth's style. I know. I was freaking out like the week leading up to convention. Like, ah. Yeah. I can't remember when we started, like actually created our PowerPoint and just started putting stuff in. But, you know, we did it ahead of time so we wouldn't have to really rush or anything. But we both got busy. And of course, in my head, I'm like, well, you know, I'll... I will figure it out. We and, have time. <laughs> and Beth was like picking out all these cool clips from her show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to some stuff this week and pick out some clips. Of course, I fucking, you know, waited until like just a couple days before and then the day before that had been Friday morning. Yeah. Friday I was like, morning. Beth, I have one solid clip out of the four that you asked me to do and maybe a second one. And then I just need to um, listen to hours of content and pick two more. Um, no, but it, it it didn't end up taking that long, which is good because all of my interviews are great and you can kind of just stick your cursor anywhere. And Beth was like, I like that. I'm like, great. That's the first thing we've listened to. Perfect. Done. <laughs> um, but anyway, that just kind of goes to show you our, our different styles is fly by the seat of your pants. And, uh, and then Beth is actually a, a professional. So Yeah, but it works, though. Yeah. Like, you know, so many people, I think, have pointed that out every time that we work on something together, that we have like these different styles, but they're complementary. Yin to each yang. other yeah kind of like a yin and yang kind of thing and so it really does work like we work really well together and that's kind of why we wanted to do this panel together in the first place because we knew we could bang it out and then it would be really really great and it, it actually turned out i thought for the first time like really yeah. great you know yeah we had some i um on friday afternoon after we picked up our credentials and whatnot which is a whole adventure in itself but um we did a rough run through and i was kind of like oh that was pretty good but beth was like we're gonna do better than that but I mean, I knew, you know, it's like, I was just glad that we could get sort of to the end of it. Um, but it's amazing how like with maybe three or four more run throughs, I was like, you know, we've got great stuff here. And, and Beth's suggestion was like, because we were kind of trading off on the slides. She was like, you know, we're really better in kind of organic back and forth conversations. So let's just try and mix it up and like toss the ball back and forth a little more often. And that ended up, I think, working really well. And that's, that's kind of how the, the final panel ended up. Yeah, well, because like every time we've ever collaborated on anything, you know, podcast style, right? It's just this like natural back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we need to really mimic that style, like podcast style in this panel because, yeah, it was just not working with us. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I did one slide and then you did one slide. And I was like, you know what? This feels like really creepy. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) It feels like sixth grade kind of like uh, end of semester presentation, like, Today, I am going to talk about fan fiction. <coughs> Next card. In this first card, I shall discuss, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, and so, yeah, we decided to play to our strengths, I think, yes. a little bit. And then, yeah, we did like, what, two or three run-throughs and it mm-hmm. felt really great yeah. after the last one. And then I think the next day was Saturday, mm-hmm. which was the day of the presentation. I made you breakfast. Oh, my God. It was such a good breakfast, you guys. There was sausage, and there was these crispy ass ha- hash browns, and that's exactly how I like my hash browns. It's right. like so stinking crispy, <laughs> like they were perfect. I didn't use enough butter to be honest, but uh. no, she did. She did, guys. <laughs> but she did. 
And um, and then she put this like perfectly fried egg on the top. Oh. Um, so like I, there was a little bit of carb in there, a lot of protein, and thank Lord Jesus <laughs> that we had such a great breakfast because we didn't end up having lunch because we were so busy trying to get to the convention center. And our presentation was at 1 o'clock p.m. Yep. So we actually just end up skipping lunch altogether. Yep. So thank God for that amazing breakfast because I wasn't even hungry. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, we forgot to tell you that uh, we have had to overcome some obstacles even just to present. Mm. Because you know how like things love to go wrong last minute, mm-hmm. right? So like, Sarah, yep. when I got here, you were like, Beth, I'm really sorry, <laughs> but I'm having some allergies. And it's fine. You know, I, it's not COVID. It's just allergies, blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah. poor you. You were like sniffling every five seconds. I felt so uh, bad. It was, it was so, yeah. So like, because when did you start driving? I started driving like first thing. Well, I technically left on Wednesday. Wednesday. So I think it was Wednesday. I had kind of had a little, I don't know. I just had a sensation. I so I was like, oh, am I? I can't tell if I'm getting sick or not. So I had a little bit of maybe I thought was a sore throat, and I was like, uh-oh. And I can't remember if I took the... I had some at-home COVID tests, and I took it either, like, Wednesday night or Thursday morning, something like that. One of those, I took it, and it came back negative, so I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's just change of seasons. And I had a lot of friends who have allergies, and there's a lot of pollen in the air right now. I'm still not entirely sure. <laughs> it might have actually been a cold now that I've spread that to... uh Beth, I'm not sure. Was it some glass falling in the other room? Is that your cat? Daniel Pickle. Daniel Pickles. Uh, Beth has gotten to meet Daniel Pickles on this trip. Anyway, but yeah, like, it was like Wednesday, felt like fine. Thursday, I was like starting to sniffle. And then like by Thursday evening, I was like, oh man, this is noticeable. Like I'm carrying around a uh, roll of toilet paper because I didn't have any Kleenexes. You and heard so it I, on like a bracelet, oh like on your God. arm. It was like your toilet paper bracelet. I called Beth on the road. I was like, just, yeah, I was like very apologetic because I was like, she's going to get here and see me and just assume that I have COVID and I'm going to be, oh, it's just terrible. And then we'll have to cancel. And uh, it was just, so I, anyway, I called her a little bit ahead of time and just said like, just so you know, I think I just have allergies. Um, but I was like, uh, for sure, this is going to go away fast, whatever. And then Friday, Friday, I was like a mess. I like, I was blowing my nose like every two seconds. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. I'm just going to have to sit there on stage with Kleenexes. Maybe they won't even let me present because, you know, you can't do that. You can't be in public and be sick. Anyway, but I took a bunch of like antihistamines and stuff. So I still don't know if it was allergies or cold. And Saturday, I was totally fine. Like it was, it just worked out timing wise. Perfect. So maybe it was meant to be. I don't know. But I, yeah, it's Friday. I was. I feel like I looked kind of rough. Probably. Oh, I felt so bad because like you kept saying, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." But like <laughs> you look so tired, and every two seconds, it's not an exaggeration. Like legitimately, like you were blowing your nose like every That's two so seconds. Gross. I'm sorry. And no, it would. No, no, it was not like that. I just felt so bad because like I've had allergies, and so I know how annoying it is when you're like. Okay, I have shit to do. Like, yeah. you know, my body is betraying me right now and I'm so upset. You know? <laughs> so I, I get that like feeling of just, you know, anyway. Um, so I felt so bad for you. But yeah, it ended up uh, that you woke up on Saturday and yeah. it sort of like rectified itself overnight, which was super great. But um, But then the other obstacle that we ran into was, you know, obviously this convention that we were presenting at is downtown mm-hmm. in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> 
And uh, obviously, like those of you familiar with downtown driving, know that you can't just drive downtown and park easily. You have to uh, pay for parking down there. Which I tried to do ahead of time. And then, yeah, I went on this, like, uh, the Planet Comic Con Kansas City website and reserved a park. Apparently, you could sort of reserve, not a specific spot, but reserve a spot in one of their parking garages. And they must have overbooked or ran out because... Was it later that night or the next morning? It was that night at like seven o'clock. I yeah, I got this email that's like, "Here's your parking refund," and I was like, "I didn't want a refund. I wanted a parking spot." And there was no explanation. It didn't say like, "We're sorry, your parking spot is gone now because we overbooked." It was just like, "Here's your refund. Here's your twenty-two dollars back." And I was like, "No, <laughs> take it back." <laughs> so I knew Saturday morning we were just gonna have to. Really budget some time into find because yeah, there's parking garages down there, but there's a lot of private parking and private parking garages, and you know downtown spaces are just like the streets are small and some of them are one way and there's just it's just sort of a mess. So we finally found a garage, and it was like I don't know, time was kind of ticking down a little bit. It um, was half of it was like a gymnasium membership only, and I thought I was gonna have to buy a gym membership. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You were like, I'm going to do it. I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Like, I'm just going to buy the gym membership. Oh, my God. And, and my, my truck is like, has like about a 50-degree turn radius. It's like the worst turning truck, like vehicle I've ever. So you're in these tiny parking garages. And if I went past a spot, I have to like back up and people are honking at me. And that's a slight exaggeration, but it was a little stressful. But Beth, you were good about You'd be like, oh, we'll be fine. We are, you know, best voice. We are going to find a parking spot. So soothing. We are going to get there. Don't even worry, Sarah. And I was just like, no! <laughs> the one time in my life I'm more stressed out about something than Beth probably. You know? I know, I know, I know. That was actually so funny. We reversed roles there just a little bit. It was fine. It was totally fine and good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually ended up like finding the perfect parking spot. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And it actually was not that far from the convention center because yeah. we did have to schlep a little bit. Up to the convention center. A little bit of schlepping. Yeah, but not too bad. Yeah, not. I don't think it was even more than like two and a half blocks, maybe, maybe yeah, three. Yeah, maybe like three blocks. Yeah, it was like three blocks away. So it was totally fine. And we got there in plenty of time. And we kind of had to like wander around the convention center for a while trying to find the room that we were in. But once we found it, it was actually really cool. Yeah. Right? They had this table set up outside of the room mm-hmm. that we were going to present at. And they were like, Here's your table. <laughs> yeah, it was like the cool kid table where you get to wait and you're like, we're next up. No, we're not a regular old attendee. We're presenters. That <laughs> was cool, though. Um, the only thing is, that, yeah, we were kind of worried that they wouldn't have internet. And we had sort of prepared for that possibility, but we we're really hoping we didn't have to just open up a PDF and, you know, go through it that way. Um, yeah, well, and the reason for that is that, um, you know, shout out to the gentleman at um, So You Think You Can Fanon, because um, yes. they were so generous talking to me about their experiences with um, paneling at these conventions. And they were the ones that warned me, like, you know, a lot of times you don't have, you know, internet access at these places. So I said, Sarah, we need to prepare for the possibility that we won't have internet access. Yeah, and those guys, the So You Think You Can Fan In guys, they also warned us to uh, time your presentation so you end about 10 minutes early because it's not an hour slot usually. It's like 45 to 50 minute slot. So I appreciate that heads up because I was assuming before that we'd have, you know, one to two o'clock, but it makes sense because they want to start the next one at two. So 
Um, yeah, thanks, fellas. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but anyway, it was it was really really great. Sarah, um, for those who have no idea what we're talking about, uh, what was the name of our presentation? Oh, yeah. Let me look at this official Planet Comic Con Kansas City programming map where we have uh, our title printed here. It is why fan fiction question mark how transformative works contribute to fandom culture. Oh, doesn't that sound so like academic and smart professional? <laughs> it was funny because like months ago, Sarah goes, Beth, we really just need to submit something and we're going to just see if it works. But she was really busy that week. Sarah was because the original plan was that you were going to submit it, mm-hmm. but you got really busy. I think it was the, um, the, um, zine that you were oh, helping yeah, with yeah. and you didn't expect to have to do that, Yeah, you know? And so, so you contacted me and you were like, Beth. I still really want to do this, but I think you're going to have to submit it for us. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I just went onto the website and I had to just like pick something. Make something up. Make quick. something up like in five <laughs> minutes. And I am not a marketing genius. Okay. So like, I just had to come up with something. And uh, I was looking at it later going, man, like that's kind of a dry <laughs> piece of shit title. But they, they have to make the font all small to fit all the letters. <laughs> I know. They did. Ours is like small font and everything. But uh, but I, I guess, I don't know. We felt like it was broad enough, I think, so we could talk about fan fiction in pretty much any way that we wanted to, yeah. based on a, off a title like that. So we did end up like, um, the presentation was like part fan fiction history. Mm-hmm. We kind of wanted to run through that yep. really quick. And then the second half of the presentation, we really wanted to share clips mm-hmm. from both of our podcasts featuring some of the really cool things that fan fiction writers are saying about fan fiction and their mm-hmm. experiences writing fan fiction. Um, because both of us do the author interviews on our show. So we yeah. thought it would be really cool to incorporate that into our presentation. So we prepared all that and everything. Yeah, I think it ended up working really well. Because we, the history thing was easy for us because we'd already done the history episode. So that was just kind of polishing that up a little bit and um, shortening kind of the bullet points there. Yeah, and the clips, I think that was cool because, you know, people just like the re- the whole reason we do the podcast is that you can hear a real human voice talk about fan fiction as the people who actually write it. So I think that was neat for people. But um, yeah, it was interesting how, you know, it, it ended up, you know, going once once we got started, which, I, yeah, th- I guess the next thing would be like getting called in there and seeing there's just quite a large room. I know Sarah was like awestruck when we get into this room. She, I don't know what Sarah was picturing. I, I think <laughs> I was picturing like a little classroom or something. <laughs> Cause Beth, like, a, like a history classroom or like the English teacher yeah. or something like, like that. Like when we were practicing, she kept saying, oh, we need to do this uh, presenter mode on the laptop because, you know, we'll be looking at the laptop. And I was like, well, we'll just have the projector right behind us. Why not just, you know, we can stand around like, you know, move like a like a college professor and point up at the screen, you know, like an sort of an intimate learning environment. But of course, the, the, Beth was completely right. There's a raised stage that we're at, which is like 20 feet to the left of the screen, which is in the corner. And then, you know, quite a few, ch- like, there's probably room for like 100 people to sit down or maybe, I mean, maybe not. Yeah, probably about. Probably 100, yeah. So, yeah, and we're seated. We're not, you know, standing like your English professor. And there's like a big Planet Comic Con banner, you know, behind and on the table. Like, it looks just like the panels that like Ralph Maggio or someone would give. Yes, yes. They make like, it sound look so, I know, I think Sarah was just awestruck by like how professional the setup was and everything. All um, this for <laughs> us? <laughs> it was just, it was really cool. But the folks that were in the room before us, unfortunately, were not quite as conscientious as we were with their time. True. 
So they almost ran late. And so we go running in there about, what, maybe two two minutes before before our presentation starts. And the staff, the wonderful staff at KC Planet Comic Con, the moment we could get in there, they rushed us in and they set up the projector for us and they connected all of the things that needed connecting. They were so kind and so professional about getting us all set up in, in just in time because like legitimately the gal plugs in the last cord Mm -hmm. to my laptop to finish the, you know, connecting of the wires Mm -hmm. and everything. I look at my phone and it's exactly one o'clock and I was like, shit. (laughs) And I think a bunch of people who were, who were, who came to see the panel were inadvertently got in the line for the room next door because as soon as we got in there there was no one in there and i was like well we're just gonna be talking to laura today i think Um, (laughs) if nothing else we have laura there to listen to us (laughs) you guys know uh on my show is at least 51 and uh laura's on my show once in a while but she was kind enough to hold the phone for us so we could do an instagram live but yeah it was all all of a sudden all these people start filtering in and i was like oh my god like people are actually you know there's there's like more than five people in here, and then there's more than ten. So I, I I think you said there was you thought maybe there was about fifty people in there. Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I did not have time. Le- legitimately, I did not have time to enjoy like the yeah. moment of sitting on that stage or count any of the people or anything because yeah. legitimately, like as soon as I set my laptop down and plugged in the wires, like it was one o'clock. I yeah. had had no doubt. But as I'm looking out there at the people as I'm talking and presenting, my brain is like, hmm. I'm guesstimating about probably at least 50 people in here. And then some filtered in, you know, like yep. halfway in and stuff like that. So um, definitely more people than I thought yeah. we were going to get because, you know, we're we're just some like, you know, small grade podcasters, yeah. you know. And so I thought, you, you know, it'd be cool if we had maybe 20 or 30 right. or whatever. Like, But, you know, at least 50 people. You know, it was not a, an empty room. No. That's for sure. Yeah. And I think because um, my other like point of just like um, not bewilderment, but pleasant surprise was when they gave us the time slot. It was a 1 p.m. on the Saturday time. And I was like, God, that seems like a great time. Is there something weird here? Like, this is the, the dead lunch spot that no one wants. <laughs> but no, it's a great spot. And I think part of that might be like, I think there's, uh, Laura and I were talking about this too, and, and Beth as well, that. We think there's probably like a hunger out there for, you know, content from the fan fiction world. Cause I'm looking at this program and it's like, there's a ton of like costuming and cosplay panels, you know, some anime and some, but it's like cosplay, 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 uh, Comic Con is therapy, something I don't understand, cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. A there's lot just a lot of cosplay, which is, which is great. You know, if, oh, if yeah. cosplay is your thing, those panels are so instrumental in helping people like up their cosplay game. That's great. But um, yeah, like you're saying, Sarah, when I looked through this program, I'm pretty sure that we were the only fan fiction panel in oh, the whole program. Hundred percent. There, there's something that's close. That's maybe like, um, well, something about fiction. There was a, something about science fiction. What makes a great sci-fi book? There was maybe even something about writing, like like writing for kids or something. But yeah, it's just like ours was just very different. I felt like from anyone else's. So I think hopefully maybe that was one of the reasons that. Um, we got a great spot because, you know, they recognize that this is something a little different and that people might want to see. So, you know, I expect us to be like 4 p.m. Sunday, you know? <laughs> know, everyone's going home. But, you know, whoever's sticking around can come to the fanfic podcast. So, But I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us a great spot. So, you know, we had to start right away into the presentation. We really didn't have that much time to be nervous because we got right in there and had to start presenting right away. And 
And uh, Sarah did such a good job. I was so pleased and impressed. You know, she's always so professional when she gets up there on the show. And also, like, just presenting uh-huh. in person. Yeah, don't, no, no, haha. It's true. <laughs> I just, I think in my head, I just always think of you as so much more polished than me. I'm a bit in awe of Beth. I was like, man, just the way she speaks and everything, it just sounds so cool. And I'm, you know, but I think we, yeah, we work well together. Yeah, well, that's why we have so much fun presenting yeah. with each other because, you know, I love the way you do it. You like the way I do it. And we yep. just have a lot of fun. I would say that one of the pleasant surprises, I think, from the presentation was what happened right in the middle oh, yeah. of it. Oh, we yeah. Be- we couldn't even technically finish our whole presentation. We we uh, we were getting questions from people, ra- raised hands. Yeah. We had not really planned, I think, for the possibility of people actually yeah. wanting to make comments or ask questions. <laughs> we, we were going to wait till maybe two minutes before we had to get out of there and say, any questions? And then expect crickets. That was what we were anticipating. Yeah, pretty much. If we even had time for that. Yeah. We were like, we might not even have time for that. But yeah, in the middle of our presentation, as we're, we were supposed to be sharing the clips from our, yes. our podcast, and all of a sudden these hands start going up mm-hmm. all over the place. And I didn't know what to do except yeah. start calling on people and being yeah. like, yes, do you have a comment? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then one after the other, after the other, after the other. And they, they weren't really like, most of them weren't even questions. It was just comments yeah. about what these folks loved yeah. about fan fiction and the looks on their faces as they mm. were talking, you know, yeah. it gave me this impression that like a lot of people, so many people don't have the opportunity to ever talk about fan fiction in real life. And it became apparent after about five minutes and the hands just kept flying up that we were like, we look at each other and we were just like, we're not going to finish this presentation. These people need to talk. And so we just sat there and kind of just moderated the conversation for the last 20, 25 minutes of the presentation and just let them talk. And they just kept like, you know, talking and talking and talking. And bringing up all of these amazing, you know, points and things about fan fiction and the things that they loved about fan fiction. And they were just so excited and enthusiastic yeah. about sharing. And that made me feel so good that this was resonating with them mm-hmm. on some level that they felt like so passionate about sharing their perspectives. Yeah, definitely. That was that was also neat for me. And I'm glad we I'm glad you called on the first one because I don't think for some reason that that first gal, I hadn't seen her hand go up and you called and and um yeah, she, it was it was funny. It was I think it was mostly a comment, but also I think she had a question there too. I don't know, but yeah, all this and all other hands started going up, and I was like, you know what? And initially, our kind of thing was like, oh, the um, the clips are really the meat of the presentation because we want people to hear voices, and we got we still played, I think three, four. No, I think we played four clips. We ended did. up doing four. We did two from your show, and we did yeah. two from mine, and then we just let them talk. For yeah, the rest of the time. So I think we had maybe six total planned, or eight total. We had, had eight, eight. Yeah. and it was just yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you had the same feeling I did and that we were able to sort of non-verbally communicate that because I was like, I love these clips and and it sucks to kind of not play them. But the, yeah, the energy is just all in the audience right now. And exactly as you said, like there was like people just don't have the opportunity to talk about fan fiction in real life. And they were so excited to, yeah, just tell their little anecdotes. And, and we got some good questions as well. There was a kid in there that was asking how, you know, how she should get started in fan fiction. And there was some people talking about their experiences in fan fiction. And so we had like beginners and we had veterans and, and all these people just don't ever get to talk about it, I think. And even after we got off stage, people like you had a a, a couple of folks that were you were talking to for a good like half hour, it, it seemed like. Yeah. Just outside. And we had to tell people as we were getting off like, hey, you know what? We need to 
let the next people come in, but just go ahead and follow us outside. Like, we'd love to keep yeah, talking to you. we'll be hanging out in the hallway for a bit. Come approach us and talk to us. And we did. We had, like, crowds of people, like, follow us out into the hallway. And, I, again, I think that that speaks to, you know, this is a very rare opportunity for a lot of people who don't get to talk about fan fiction very often. I had this uh, very sweet individual who approached me and, and they said, you know, I'm really shy and I just didn't feel like yeah. I was brave enough to say anything during the presentation, but I just kind of wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about fan mm-hmm. fiction because I never get to talk about it. And we yeah. talked for like, I don't know, 30 minutes at yeah. least out in the hallway. And then I had another individual who was telling me that like she grew up kind of in the same generation that I did yeah. where, you know, in the 90s. Fan fiction was kind of the secret thing. Yeah. You didn't want anyone to know. You never told your family or your friends yeah. or anything. She grew up in that same era, right? And so she says, yeah, like, I never feel comfortable talking in real life mm-hmm. about fan fiction because that's just the era yeah. that we grew up in. And I said, yeah, I understand that. And so mm-hmm. she was just so excited to have that opportunity to to talk about it yeah. and uh, reminisce about some of the old school stuff that yeah. we remember and stuff. So it was just really cool. Yeah. A very cool experience. Yeah, had a mom come up to me with her son and I can't remember what he was into, but she, I think he was getting started writing and she just, I don't think she said, but I got the impression that she was just glad to be able to take him to a public forum where people are talking about fan fiction out loud. And he was really more interested in his like, um, his badass katana. I think that he was, um, like that he had strapped to his waist so i didn't get to talk to him personally but i thought just thought it was cool to see a couple generations because she was a writer as well so to see sort of two generations of fanfic writers together to come and see us was really cool yeah it was just a really really neat experience and i was um i don't know when when i looked out into the crowd and and looked at some of the people that were you know sharing their comments and stuff like that i was actually very surprised at Mm -hmm. the uh, diversity of ages, genders, Mm -hmm. you know, like all kinds of different folks out there who are just coming together and getting really excited about about fan fiction. It was super cool to see. And and like you said, you know, mentioning the kids that were in the audience, Mm -hmm. we had at least two, maybe three Mm -hmm. that made comments and stuff. And it was just really cool to see like the up and coming generation of fan fiction writers and readers and just being able to encourage them a little bit and tell them like, you know, Nothing to be ashamed of here. Like, <laughs> this yeah. is normal and this is cool and you have important things to say, Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have, it's interesting because on one hand, you know, I think about, yeah, how in the 90s and 2000s we came up in fan fiction, which is like kind of, you know, hiding it, not talking about it. And on one hand, it is, you know, kind of nice as a, as a kid to like not be supervised in something because I feel like there is a lot of parenting these days where even just having cell phones, like you always know where your kid's at and you usually know what they're doing. So I wonder like how, yeah, that's, that's going to go if there's going to be any amount of like parents who are like, let me, you know, let me read what you wrote, you know, because I think a, a, a big thing is it was nice. I, I felt like my parents probably, at least my mom probably had some idea what I was doing, but she's always been very like hands off. I, fe- I always felt like respectful of my sort of private life, never really pried into stuff. And I kind of appreciated that because, you know, you do some exploring on your own. Um, and you don't always have to talk about every single little detail with your parents. Like they don't, I, I kind of like that, but anyway, this is, this is a whole thing, but I, I, it just makes me curious to know, like if your mom and dad know you write fan fiction, like, are they going to try and supervise you or find your username or I don't know. know? (laughs) I know. Right. You got to wonder about that because, uh, yeah, it seems like, I don't know, with fan fiction being a lot more prevalent and more like in the public eye. And everything, because you know, um, several people yesterday, as they were talking to me afterwards, mentioned mm-hmm. that they were like, "Man, this Gen Z, 
they're just so open about fan fiction and they just talk about it openly out in public. <laughs> and these people couldn't like, they couldn't believe, you know, Gen yeah. Z is talking about fan fiction in public. Like, whoa, you know. But uh, but yeah, it does make you wonder, like with this new generation, yeah. right? Like getting involved in fan fiction and stuff. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I'm I'm not a parent and I, I never will be. But if I had a kid, like, how would I handle that? I don't even know. I don't know. It It is interesting thinking about that Gen Z because I'm so out of touch with most of them. But I did. I remember like hearing this. Is, everyone probably knows this. But, um, you know, because a lot of parents um are on, you know, like Instagram, for instance, and now their kids are on Instagram. So you've got two generations on Instagram. And these teenagers these days, I guess, will have like a fake one. They'll have like a Finstagram or just a more public like family Instagram, and then they'll have the one they have with their friends. So I'm like, are people going to have like more than one AO3 account? Like, <gasps> the, you know, the one, all my gen thick is on this one AO3 account, and then I'll have my real like hardcore <laughs> profile or something. You know, that's Ugh. probably the way to do it. I think you just told like a whole generation of kids how to Ugh. do it. Yeah, that's sorry. so great. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, parents. <laughs> you are, they're probably already doing it. I've probably not. I've just, Really inform the parents maybe of what's actually going on. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But no, that's probably what a lot of kids are doing. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was very cool to see the different age ranges and things like that at the at the panel. And, you know, um, I was, I think after we came home and we relaxed a little bit and had some time to like, you know, celebrate and reflect and everything, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it just seems like it would be really cool to do another panel someday and have that one be more of like discussion you know Mm -hmm. just because like the discussion that we had at this panel Mm -hmm. unexpected as it was was super cool oh yeah and it you know if people are really that hungry to talk about fan fiction in a public forum like that then why not you know yeah it would be cool i mean i i I did like the the kind of the history section we did i thought that was nice and people i I think as far as i could tell seemed into it and you, you know, every time you mention, like, kind of an era of fanfic history, you get some nods and some sort of people like, oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, because people um, remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and it was really a nice lead in into, like, I felt like the discussion that happened after. I also agree, like, I would have liked more time for questions. And so some topic or or some forum where it's maybe more like a roundtable or a discussion or a Q&A would be really cool, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, um, yeah. And and who knows? Maybe this was just a special crowd. I have no idea. But um, it was just really cool to see yeah. them get so excited and uh, have them match our energy a little bit. Because I felt like we went in there with a lot of like positive energy and just really excited about what we were talking oh, yeah. about. Obviously, because we love talking yeah. about fan fiction. So um, so that was really cool to see them match that yeah. energy. So that was cool. Yeah, it was just good good vibes all around. There was not a negative vibe in the room. I felt like and yeah, again, those Planet Comic Con employees. Our green-shirted friends, they were awesome. And I, I wish I could, like, talk to one of them who maybe saw it and got some feedback or if, or if they liked it. I, so I have no idea what if Planet Comic Con uh, liked it or, or cares. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of, like, busy, stress-out volunteers walking around. Like, you could tell, like, these people are busy. But, yeah, it was a great – it was a, just nothing but a great experience. Yeah, it, it really was. <laughs> I felt like the communication from Planet Comic Con was fairly good. I mean, we oh, had yeah. – um you know, emails from Dave and he gave us all of the relevant information. We got our, uh, our day passes mm-hmm. to get in just fine. Yeah. That was really easy. Actually, just picking up your credentials was like, it was like we got there right at 11 on Friday. So kind of before the crowd had hit, but like everybody was staged and ready to go. We got close to the door and this like really nice guy was just like, hello there. Welcome to Planet Comic Con. Where are you guys headed? And we were like, we pick it up. He's like, pick any line you want. You know, I was like, why don't, I was just like, 
he was ready to help, man. It was awesome. And yeah, um, everyone was cool. Yeah, I was actually really impressed. I have been to other cons, not a whole lot. I'm not like a con junkie or anything yet. Well, we'll see after this one, right? But I have been to other cons. And I will say that this is the first time that I've seen like this level of friendliness mm. from the staff. Like there yeah. were so many times when we were on the property that we had the volunteer staff just ask us point blank, hey, do you need help? Where are yeah. you headed? Can I help you get where you're going and stuff? And so you never felt like you were lost. You never yeah. felt like, I don't know what I'm doing or where mm-hmm. I'm going. And I've never had that experience at other conventions before. Uh, it's so the Midwest, Ben. Yeah, we're all that, nice. That Midwest friendliness, mm-hmm. is that was that the secret sauce. Absolutely. <laughs> American mid- Midwest secret sauce. I love that. Yeah, so Planet, Planet Comic Con, the friendliest Comic Con around. <laughs> well, it was certainly really cool. Obviously, lots of cosplayers showed up. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And so, like, the coolest thing happened after the um, presentation was over and after we were finished talking to all of the new friends that we made from mm-hmm. our panel, we um, we were heading out of the convention. And to do that, you have to walk through these long halls, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's cosplayers, like, walking up and down and stuff. And out of the corner mm-hmm. of my little eye, I catch these two very tall individuals in armor. Mm-hmm. Beskar armor and i was like mandalorians and i just started wandering off like a (laughs) six-year-old and i'm assuming that sarah and laura are probably just gonna have to catch up with me later because i'm wandering off at this point i do not care (laughs) oh we saw beth's face light up and she had mentioned before that she was looking for a mandalorian cosplayer to take a picture with and she found two and they were really good (laughs) like they look i've never even seen the show and i was like oh these guys are like hardcore Yes, every little detail was perfect, and it turns out that they're kind of like professional, you know, cosplayers. They had like the walkie-talkie technology built into their uh, their helmets. Oh, that's so cool! They're like, "Okay, you guys want a picture?" I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> I know it was so cool. They let me hold a blaster for the picture, and um, it was the Mandalorian, and then his friend was dressed up as the Boba Fett character. So you had Boba Fett, you had uh, the Mandalorian. It was amazing. So cool. If you want to see the picture, I did post it up on Instagram under the Fanfic Maverick podcast Instagram account. So you, you can see my face, my uh, like excited little <laughs> face, because obviously, like you all know, I love the Mandalorian <laughs> so much. And that was just like, so super cool. So it, it was like watching a 10 year old like uh, encounter some something at Disney World or something. It's like, oh, like Beth's face just lit up. And then she just zoop, she's over there. And I was like, oh, here we go. Come, come, come back here, sweetie. <laughs> Wait, you're t- turn in line. Or I know. It did feel like going to Disneyland and meeting yeah. Mickey Mouse or something, yeah. you know? And you, and then you're just like looking up at these like galactic heroes and you're like, can I have a picture, please? And they were so nice. Yeah, I think they offered even before because they could see exactly what you wanted. They could read your face. <laughs> They're like, hey, do you want Yeah, do you guys want a picture? And uh, yeah, it was cool. So I was able to take the picture with Beth with those guys and they had, they had like a business cards and their utility belt which was cool (laughs) so i think beth tagged them on that picture i did i did if you want to see uh yeah they're tagged on that picture yes so if you wanted to see their account Mm -hmm. you can go check that out but it was (laughs) it was just so cool that was my yeah Mm -hmm. i I had said that before Mm -hmm. we even went there that i wanted to find some mandalorians and i did thank you universe and thank you casey planet comic-con for making that dream come true for me because that was amazing Uh, okay it's good stuff yeah totally good stuff but yeah yeah after that we've just kind of had a chill chill weekend i think i just needed today on sunday to just kind of decompress and Mm -hmm. (laughs) rest after the um incredibly excited but stressful day that 
we've had in the last couple of days. Yeah. I would say also just that it went so fast for like an hour. I was just like, wow. We like, it's just a lot of build up, And then it was just, it just went so well. And it was like, I don't know, you trained for something and then <laughs> you get done and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do it again. Like, what's our next Comic Con, Beth? I know, right? Like, I know. Oh, yeah, that did take quite a bit of work. And, t- you know, and Beth drove like 3,000 miles or whatever it was to get here. So and almost died twice. Yeah. Which was super exciting. They say that there's nothing quite like dying mm. to make you appreciate, you know, what you have. Was it worth it? You get all that zest for life back because you're like, I'm not ready to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, super glad that I at least lived long enough to do my panel presentation because yep. we had been looking forward to that for <laughs> quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just, and thank you just for, I mean, seriously, for making the drive all the way up. Like, that's a huge thing. And I was just like, I, you know, able to jump out of bed. And we applied to this one solely for self, my selfish reasons that it's my local you know, Comic-Con. And of course, they put on a great convention. So it was just convenient for me to have a great convention in my backyard. But for for Beth to do that, to travel all this way, and, you know, put in the time to prepare was awesome. So thank you, my friend. Well, you know, thank you for putting me up and uh, hosting me this weekend. It's been such a blast. And honestly, I feel like I'm the privileged one here because, you know, (sighs) there was a time in my life when I didn't have the ability to travel, Mm. you know, mostly for financial reasons. And now I'm in a position where I can travel, mm. right? And it feels like this great privilege to be able to like pack my stuff and get in a car and take time off work and go somewhere that I've never been before. Most of these states that I've traveled to in this little trip here, I've never been mm. before. So I got to see Oklahoma. I got to see Kansas. I got to see mm. Missouri. I got to see parts of New Mexico I've never been mm-hmm. to. So like just the opportunity to have all of these cool adventures that I, you know, have never been able to do before to have the excuse of this, right, to make that happen. So it's just been like incredible. And obviously, like, I'm always so excited for the opportunity to hang out with you in person. This is our second time, like, hey. chilling and stuff because we went to the Grand Canyon uh, last so year. so fun. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everything. So yeah, no, this has been super, super cool. And yeah, maybe if we do another one, we can do it somewhere else. We could do, uh, I know one comes to Phoenix every year. and Oh, that would be cool. They have them in New Mexico, they have mm-hmm. them in Oklahoma. We could go to Texas. Yeah. We could, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick out some possibilities and, yeah, find the next one. <laughs> yeah, well, we just wanted to do a, a little debrief for you guys mm-hmm. and kind of share what that experience was like and, and how cool it was. We thought that it went really well for our first our first panel so yeah and uh thanks i feel like a particular shout out to uh christy uh invisible observer 13 who's just oh she's just always been supportive of uh, my podcast talking fanfic and she hopped on the uh the instagram live and when, when laura in the in the very beginning she had the phone turned sideways which <clears throat> i'm also not good with technology i would have done the same thing because she was trying to get the projector screen and us in the same shot but on Instagram Live, it just doesn't work well. So Chrissy was like, Laura, you need to turn the screen around. <laughs> so just always being super helpful. So thank you, Chrissy, for just being supportive and always, uh, you know, checking out what we're doing. So appreciate it. And, yeah. and Chrissy's been one, one of my, um, she was my first, was it my first guest? I think, because uh, I did the episode with Laura. And then I think I did, uh, maybe I did Brie first and then I did Christy. But anyway, one of my first guests. So I always appreciate her. So thank you, Christy. Yes, yes. Thank you, Christy. And thank you to everyone else that has supported our various shows uh, over the years and supports us on, uh, you know, social media channels and everything. We feel like we had a a lot of friends in the podcasting world also who've been rooting for us and Mm -hmm. (laughs) excited for us and everything. So um, super cool Mm -hmm. that we have 
friends in high places, I guess you could say. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so that's been fun. So uh, what do you think, Sarah? Anything else we want to say about our experience before we get I, I don't think so. I wore my Cobra Kai companion shirt, which was cool. I did not go to see Ralph Macchio. So sorry, everyone. I did not get you a Ralph Macchio pick. I kind of just wanted to get in and out, to be completely honest. Like, <laughs> just because we had we had to... It was just a long morning, and then we wanted to get some dinner going, and our, Beth made this incredible lasagna, so we had to go to the grocery store and stuff. So anyway, apologize. I did not... You know, sorry, I just don't have time for Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I shouldn't... I, Ralph. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have gone to see Ralph Macchio. I... You're if I would have a horse head in your bed, I know, that. right? <laughs> um, lots of Ralph Macho fans listening. I love him. Um, I wish if I would have bought a Friday pass. We really only had the Saturday pass, so it was like it was just a lot to do that yeah, day. If we had had like a whole day to just do fun stuff for us, yeah, they would have been different. But because everything, you don't want to distract yourself before the panel, and then after the panel, I was just kind of like it was amazing. But I was just kind of like, oh, man, I, I just kind of need to get home as quick as possible and sit on the couch. Yeah, we were kind of decompress. exhausted by then because, you know, we had just done like, what, two whole days of prep before yeah. that and everything. So, yeah, it was just a lot. So, yeah. Ralph will have to wait till next time. Ralph, you Come can back. meet us next time. Yes. Okay. Privilege is all yours. <laughs> we're just kidding. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> on that note... All right. On that note, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and we will see you next episode. In the meantime, keep, keep on rolling. On rolling.